This episode is brought to you by Metro Mugs. Today is March 31st. We are here with Luis, Decky, Chance. How are we? Uh, we're doing great, Andy Icebath. Uh, what a time. Yeah, that was me, if you were listening, uh, leading the official Embrace the North chant. We turned a group of 30 uh, men and women into a very hype acapella group um, from the 34-degree weather, or 43, 34-degree water. That's what I'm really trying to say here. Yeah, yeah. the water's really freaking cold. And uh, we were just sitting there having a great time, and Decky started this chant and really locked in the group. Yeah, Luis is the, the founder and the creator of this thing, this crazy thing that uh, you know we picked up on two months ago. And when we first showed up, it was we allude to it in the podcast, but it was about eight to ten people. It was kind of just us and our friends all going out there. Six weeks later, it turned into thirty people, and then the week, the week we recorded, Luis wasn't even there, and we had over forty people there. All new, all hanging on the the ice tub with us. All challenging, changing, growing. It's pretty incredible, man. Hey, man! Congrats on the uh, the kids, by the way. Thank you, amigo. That's amazing. Uh, it, it was so fun working out uh, today. So, for the listeners, real quick, we had we just finished embracing the North. We got in the water. Andrew and I did about ten minutes. Jason Coons, our fearless leader for the day, did twenty. The guy's insane. And the man who started it all just had twin babies and wasn't even there and had 40, 30, 40 people showing up. You've started something that runs by itself even without you. Luis, how does that feel, man? Man, it's it's very it's super surreal, but I feel like, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a nice feeling to see that we're creating community. And there's a lot of crazies out there. Uh, that are willing to go and turn Embrace North when whenever a key member of the clan is missing, you know. But I'm I'm super grateful for you guys. I'm super grateful for Jason, uh, for being there and and taking over. And I mean, it's it, we're all in it together, you know. So, but yeah, I I feel like a like kind of like a poser today because I'm like I didn't even get to get in the water. No way, I, dude. I, I, I no was, way. I was ready to go, but you yeah. know, my my wife was getting out of the hospital today and. Uh, the intention was for us to leave the hospital at 11 in the morning and the time just kept going and going and going and I was like, okay, I'm not going to make it. Uh, hopefully I'll make it to the podcast and I was able to make it to the podcast. So you're, here I am. Yes, you're here now. And what's really cool about the whole situation is you're from Guatemala and you had 30, 40 people from Minnesota operating um, without you today in this cold environment. and But the only reason we were doing it is because a man from Guatemala <laughs> thought of the idea and organized it and, and brought belief behind it. So that was pretty cool. Just we, we, we had that moment shared when we were in the water, fully submerged, and we're like, 
the Guatemala Luis brought us here, and now we're true Minnesotans. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> it's so cool. I I just thought it was amazing. Like, you know, you've truly built something special. You know, you've truly built a community when it it operates and flows and has just as much energy, if not more, at times, and it just has this vibe to it. Uh, even yeah. when you're not even there. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, obviously, we'd love to have Luis there, but like, look, man, you built something that operates without you. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> pretty oh, and the best part is, I feel like it's it's only getting better. And I feel like we're just seeing the, the start of, of what Embrace North is going to be turning into. It's like a little monster right now. It's pretty exciting to see the, the growth and the traction that we're getting with it every week. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, knowing, or I guess we can, we'll, we'll talk definitely soon about. Um, where Embraces North is going, where Embrace North is going, but how did it all start for the people that don't know? Uh, well, so oh, I guess we already said I'm, I'm from Guatemala, right? Uh, but I've been living in in Minnesota since 2012, uh, so it was pretty like shocking to to experience the the winter here. You know, mm-hmm. at the beginning, I, I had lived in other parts of the U.S., but never like experiencing winter after winter in basically the North Pole, you know, like this is this, the, the winters here are very tough. Um, so yeah, I used to, I used to hate the, the, the winter, uh, being from a tropical country, it was like the complete opposite of what I'm used to. Uh, but I'm a personal trainer. Uh, I own a, a gym for personal training in Edina, at uh, sports. Um, and you know, about five years ago, uh, I kind of heard about Wim Hof, uh, and I also heard about cold showers. Uh, and do you remember like how you heard about Wim Hof or like what, what brought him to your attention? You know, I think I honestly think I, I, I just stumbled upon like an article that talked about this crazy dude that just got in the cold water and and had like a very strong immune system so that immediately just got my attention Mm -hmm. so after reading about it and and doing a little more research i'm like i'm a believer of this thing and i i I haven't even tried it you know but i'm like i want to start taking cold showers that that was like my first uh, instinct like try to start doing cold showers expose yourself to to colder temperature and uh but yeah it, it was just like an article that I read and and obviously I feel like most people know about him today uh so I probably started listening to him about uh, when he was not too popular like the Wim Hof stuff um but yeah man I just I I started taking cold showers every day uh and and knock on wood I'm I'm like four years a little over four years now since I had a cold and before that, I was always getting a cold every single winter. I would, You're I would, kidding. Yeah, like two colds, February, <laughs> and like January, February, I will always get sick, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, why am I getting sick? I'm, I feel like I'm a healthy individual, you know? And I'm, right. I, 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 I couldn't handle it. And, and it was so awesome to see that just through doing cold therapy, my body, my immune system got stronger. Yeah, that's incredible. I, I think what's... Um Nuts about it. Actually, I wanted to ask, so what brought you from Guatemala to Minnesota originally? Um, so uh, my ex-wife is from, from Minnesota. Okay. Uh, I had two kids. Uh, and before we were living in California, um, what got me to come to the U.S. was the sport of triathlon. 
Oh, um, that's right. You're you're a pro triathlete, right? Yeah, I used to be in the national team for my country uh, as a junior triathlete, uh, and I've I've been playing with uh, endurance sports for for a good chunk of my life, and that kind of led me to become a, a trainer. Um, but yeah, long story short, uh, in 2012, um, I I decided to move here because my 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 ex lives here in Minnesota, and yep. my my kids were here, so I was like, okay. I'm going to Minnesota and we'll we'll be there. Uh, so here I am. There you go. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so when you experienced your first winter, was that kind of some? What did it hit you then that Embrace North was going to be a thing later down the road, or when did you start to? Because I remember you've you've spoken before, like yeah, I used to like hate the winter. I you know a lot of us here look at it uh, negatively. And then this Embrace North thing is, is really flips it on its head and creates a community of crazy people, but mm-hmm. are looking at the cold as a positive thing, Yeah, which it is. But uh, when you first um, came into or for, had that first Minnesota winter, what was that like? Well, the, the first one, I, I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to handle this. It's way too cold. And uh, like I had an idea of winter, but it was like nothing to the extreme of the winter that you experience here you know 100%. especially in january and february like the type of cold that you get to experience here is, is pretty insane um but yeah i think uh, discovering about the cold kind of is uh, uh, i go f- about f- almost five years ago when i started kind of messing with the cold and, and learning about it uh i've been always driven about getting out of my comfort zone um and i think there's a very powerful mindset that if you if you tap into getting out of your comfort zone you're, you're gonna get stronger uh you're gonna explore what what you're actually made of as a human uh so i've been basically through sports through being a trainer and through doing crazy things uh i i've been always kind of uh, a, 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 a student of getting out of my comfort zone and, and every time that i get out of my comfort zone it's like you learn something new about yourself when was the most, un- what was the most uncomfortable situation that you can remember? Uh, that you've purposely that put them, that you've purposely put yourself in. Uh, I think the the most uncomfortable thing that I have done in my life is maybe uh, I'll put it. There's there's two different things. One was holding a thirty minute plank. Um, oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I feel like it, like I don't know if you guys are familiar, but uh, like there's a dude that just did like eight hours or yeah. something. Yeah, we were talking about we that. Were talking about this yeah. yeah. Um, so, it's crazy. I mean, that's, it's insane. Uh, I, I, the people that know me that I did a 30-minute plank when this guy did this eight-hour-plus plank, uh, some people were texting me, like trying to encourage me to see if I would like to try to do such a thing. I'm like, no way. Like, <laughs> You don't got time for that. I don't have time for that, you know? I'm like, <laughs> no, I, like I honestly say like I, I'm happy with – having done 30 minutes i don't have any desire to do more than that ever mm-hmm. um what was it like when you were i mean did you go from your elbows or from hands uh elbows elbows yeah. so i mean was there just a point where like you just went numb because your elbow you've been <laughs> on your elbows for so long i, I mean you, you you don't planks yeah you, you I, know you know the feeling that okay uh, get me out of here yeah this a is... three minute plank is like oh my god that's a f- absolute feat 30 minutes is i can't is unfathomable to me yeah, and it's 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 just so mental, you know. I, I, everything in your body is hurting, and you want to get out of that position. Um, but it's kind of like the same mindset that you have to have when you get in the cold water with Embrace North, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, but yeah, definitely that 30 minute plank is one of the most challenging things that I've done, uh, where I kind of been in my head. Uh, some people ask me, how do you do a 30 minute plank? It's like, well, you have to tell yourself you're going to do this thing. And there's no, I'm going to go try and see if I can do this thing. It's like when I'm doing, when I went and do, did my 30 minute plank, I was like, you're doing this period. Don't get out of it. Like there's no exit. You're going to do this. It's going to suck. It's going to be very challenging, but it's, it's a mindset. So it's like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm doing this thing. Um, and, you know, I, I, the, when I did this, I was helping a nonprofit organization that is fighting sex trafficking. Okay. Nice. Uh, I'm very good friends with the guy that runs this uh, organization. It's called 30 for Freedom. Um, and I was like, well, this is perfect, you know. I'm going to be out of my comfort zone for 30 minutes, but it's for these people that live trafficked, you know. Like, they, they don't have an end to it. So, mm -hmm. for me, it's, the end is at, at the 30-minute mark. Um, well, and then the, the other crazy thing that I, do, I, that I did in the past, um, I bike I, uh, for another nonprofit organization, uh, that, uh, that, w that was fighting human trafficking. Mm -hmm. Um, I got to bike, uh, on a single speed bike across the country in 27 days. Um, wow. so that was kind of a, a little tough to, you know, like to do single speed single speed 100 miles every day 2700 miles uh from california to uh, charleston south carolina um, wow you said 27 it was 27 days okay. uh 2700 miles wow. uh, about 100 miles a day on a single speed bike mm -hmm. how long yeah. was it taking to ride 100 miles in a day uh it was i say like an average of close to anywhere from six to eight hours uh, a wow. day, you know. How are uh, your legs? Uh, they were toast. <laughs> they were burning like crazy at the end. You know, they yeah. they were like, okay, we're we're done. Like, I I remember the uh, the exact last day. That's when my left leg was just giving up on me, and really? I still had like another like sixty miles to go, and I, I was like, it was like cramping, hardcore. Yeah um but yeah at that point it was like okay this is just the last day to just keep going you know and mm -hmm. um yeah but that was that was that was tough <laughs> through running like the you're in the your junior marathon for your country um you're pushing yourself in planks and riding across the country on a single speed bike the cold water immersion what do you think or why do you think you have a drive to push your body and mind through like physical endurance. Like, why is that something that you seek? Um, you know, I think um, it's been a very organic uh, kind of experience tapping into that. I think my beginning started when I started doing triathlons, you know, and I, I was 16 years old and just thinking of, oh, I'm going to go do this crazy thing that I don't even know if I can actually do. And then you do it. I feel like your your mind starts to get addicted to to getting out of your comfort zone and being in pain to a certain degree, mm -hmm. uh, and there's a reward that comes to that. You feel like, wow, I did this thing that I didn't believe I was able to do. Um, but I think through through my growth and and uh, I, I think I've been maturing as a as a trainer, as an individual, as a human being, and the the i say maybe the last five years of my life ever, ever since i started taking cold showers i've been paying attention to animals a lot you know I, I i feel like animals and even little kids are like the biggest teachers that i have as a trainer today 
Um, and I, st I started tapping in. I started thinking about this thing that I'm going to tell you guys right now. Like, how come animals can, like, if you look at a group of animals in the wilderness, they are athletes. But they're very, like, driven to do the thing that they were born to be doing. Mm -hmm. So you, you look at the group of deer, they're doing deer things. You don't see a deer doing monkey things. They're, and they have no interest in doing what the other animals are doing. They just know exactly what they were born to be doing. And they're doing that with perfection, you know. Um, so that's that's how I started thinking, okay, us humans, we're just, we just have so many things that we're trying to do. Uh, but we we drive away from what are the human things that we need to be doing, you know. And And I feel like we live surrounded by comfort these days. Like you don't want to get cold, you don't want to get hungry, uh, you don't want to you don't want to feel like uh, that you don't have gas in your car to drive somewhere. It's like we're just in comfort twenty four seven, and we, we therefore we don't allow our own human to tap into those forces or or that energy that you internally have to be able to survive and become a better human. Um, so it's been amazing to me how just kind of simplifying things a little more and trying to s see things from a, a more narrower, like, mindset. There's so much to that, you know, and I feel like discovering to make amends with the cold has brought me closer to what my body is capable of doing, what my mind is capable of doing. But at the same time, I'm, I feel like I'm just l learning about all of these things and there's so much more to it uh, so i'm i'm trying to simplify life more these days and 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 keep a very open mind about how how do i take good care of my body uh and and keep seeking connecting to it you know yeah no i i totally agree i think <clears throat> one thing that's very interesting is you, know, you bring up the cold right mm -hmm. like the cold is something that we are we have evolved to conquer Right. We've evolved to be able to handle the cold. However, you know, nowadays it's like if it's cold, we ha we've we've become smart enough to create jackets, fur jackets, you know, pants, socks, gloves, hats, things that are that would just now it just makes sense. If it's cold outside, you get your hat. If yeah. It's cold outside. You get your coat. But what's what you're bringing up is like that's just a mental shield kind of a blockade but that the physical side of your body can actually achieve we mm -hmm. just don't necessarily tap into it all the time mm -hmm. i think what's one thing that's super interesting about um the human like the human race like what are humans meant to do compared to let's say uh, go back to the deer example the deer deer do only believe in objective realities the things that they're the best at eat eating hunting and well actually they're they're being hunted but you get the point. They're just to survive, essentially. Yeah. And then, obviously, have family and spawn and continue on. Um, but humans have not only the objective, all those objective things of eating, sleeping, and surviving, but we have this subjective reality that we've all created together. Religion, money, uh, and, and economy, you know, togetherness, community. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool to now see us combining that subjective parts that we all have and know and live in with the objective stuff such as being in the cold so we're yeah in a community uh all in the in in the water freezing our asses off together today we had someone uh he's our age his name's tim 
had never done it before in his life and did 20 minutes with Jason because he was like, I don't want to, I don't want to lose out. Like, I don't want to, <laughs> he had, he had just like the competitive mindset yeah. within that community that yeah. drove him to, for the first time ever doing it, getting in the water, did 20. I was like, that's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. So the power of this like community that you've built is just so cool because it's combining that like <clears throat> subjective reality of us all agreeing, us all being together in this community but challenging ourselves with this objective reality of like, we are meant to take on the cold. Let's see how far we can go. Yeah. Yeah. There's such a powerful thing. Uh, understanding that, right? Yeah. And it, and it's really helped with just the, <clears throat> the embrace North aspect of the, the positive mindset around it all. And it kind of emulates the story with you trying to push yourself mentally with the endurance uh, activities, whether it's running a marathon or the plank you have to have this positive mentality or just this mentality in yourself that's all internal and you are the driving force behind it. If you let the negative thought escalate, then you will quit. You will fail. And what Embrace North community does and like amplifies is bringing together everyone and showing them we're all in it together. And yeah. when you enter that water, we're all on the same playing field. Yeah. There's no one that's uh, more elite than the, another person because they've done it before. You don't know. You every single time you get back in the water, it's a new experience. Yeah, totally. And I feel like there's there's such a there's such a high level of humbleness mm -hmm. that happens when you get in that water. The water doesn't care how much money you have, what kind of level of success or how fit you might think you are. It's like you get in that water, it's gonna humble you. You know. Mm -hmm. But we're all together doing this crazy thing at the same time and at the same time we're all kind of here to support each other it's a very powerful message you know and i think i shared this with both of you before i like to me there's something very magical that happens when you get in that water it's like you, you get quiet like your mind gets quiet and i think in society that's a that's something that we're missing today or we're we're all seeking for those moments where you can just shut down everything but we're all trying to do and we have technology and uh, social media and work and everything is just so tangled together and you're just you cannot shut down your brain but to me every time i get in that cold water it's like i'm just right here right now and i get to focus on breathing and it's it's a powerful experience you know um but yeah i think with all of that and the fact that we're all trying to welcome everyone uh, and i think we've done a very good job with the people that are involved in embrace north right now it's like dude we're here because we want to create community and we want to get to know people uh, this is not about being competitors with each other or trying to uh do a hard workout all of us together and then do some breathing and we're gonna get in the water it's like we're all like very welcoming and and we're all kind of learning together and it's such a powerful thing like you see it every week when people show up you, you don't know who's been doing this for a long time and who's doing it for the first time i think the level of excitement is is the same for everyone uh, and then you get to have those experiences where you get in the water, you get to connect with yourself. You feel like, wow, I did this with all of these people that I don't even know. You become part of the community. And it's, it's a very powerful thing. And at the same time, I think like it gives you a very high sense of happiness. You know, mm. I've been thinking about what's what's the real meaning of happiness. And I'll put it like this to you guys, because I think you guys are going to understand that happiness to me is like getting that cold water 
get very cold, be very out of your comfort zone, the minute you get into a warm environment, that's a very high level of happiness that you experience. Now I'm alive. I'm okay. I have food. I have clothes. I have shelter. I'm here we're talking with you guys. But when you're experiencing like, oh, get me out of here. And you're feeling like this is very out of my comfort zone. And I could die if I was to stay in this cold water for a long period of time. It's it's a powerful thing. It's such a powerful thing. But I feel like we, are, we all need those little real moments of happiness that come through experiencing what your body is capable of doing and how you see things in life. Mm. Uh, I totally agree. You know, it's, it's so interesting. Like when you, when you do get out of the water and you put on, you go into the heated tent, you go in and put your clothes back on, you dry off, you put on the warm socks. Like you have all these different material things. Um, but it's all like gratitude. You're like, wow, I, I'm like, I needed it. Right. Like you put yourself in such a scenario that you, you needed something that you would look at otherwise in your drawer and be like, eh, I don't want to wear this or I'll put it on and not think twice about it. Um, I think a lot of that happiness that you're getting is just rooted in gratitude. Like you're, you're so thankful for all those little things so much all the way down to the ability of warmth. It really like just, it kind of changes you a little bit. It's a, it's just a really good refreshing perspective to have once a week <laughs> oh yeah yeah i, I and I, every time i get in the water on a sunday like you you go into monday and you're like already you, you're like on a high right it's yes. like mm-hmm. wow i feel so awesome i did this crazy thing yesterday and i cannot wait to do it again you know it's mm-hmm. it's just it's powerful hey guys i just gotta take a quick bathroom break you want to record some ad reads and then uh, we'll get back to it yeah let's do it what's your favorite mug in the house my favorite mug is the one that's clean. That's it? You just want a clean mug? Well, if it's clean and it also has the back pocket logo on it, that's pretty dope too. Right, right. That's ultra clean. That's the cleanest of types of your favorite mugs. That's right? shiny clean. Yeah, yep. yeah. A dirty back pocket mug would kind of suck. Uh, but at the same time, I'd probably use it if it had a Baby Yoda logo on it. Right. So a dirty Baby Yoda coffee mug would be better than any other mug in the cupboard? That's correct. Okay, yeah. I think everybody else should also get uh, our featured back pocket mug right now at metromugs.com the baby yoda mug is 20 percent off right now if you use code b-a-c-k-p-o-c-k-e-t for 20 percent off that's back pocket metromugs.com hey sorry this is uh this is a time for an ad break but we don't actually have any advertisers willing to pay for this spot so if you if you want to put have us talk and say sweet nothings about your company send no more you can take this spot and listen and eliminate me just filling time and space yeah, if you really want, you know, the back pocket guys to stumble over your ad reads and, you know, do it as wildly average as possible, you know, send us a note at the back pocket podcast at gmail.com, something like that. It'll be like really choppy, pretty average, but I mean, we're going to be talking about your brand, so I think that might be okay. Yeah, and there's some people that are listening that want to know your brand. Yeah, we just want to help you out. That's yeah. all. Sorry, guys, you just caught Decky Wimhoff in the middle of his breathing exercise. Uh, we're practicing Wimhoff breathing and training outside at Cedar Lake every Sunday. Come join us. Embrace North. It's very powerful. One thing that I've noticed in my day-to-day is my lack of fear. I've, I, I've just noticed that I'm not afraid of, as much anymore of just simple things. Yeah. And it's, I think that's the coolest aspect of challenging myself of getting in the water and, like, pushing. Because... 
I was the last person to think about getting in the uh, ice water in football. Like you, everyone's you have the ice baths ready for rehabilitation. I never gotten any of that because I was like, that sucks. And uh, trans- transitioning to doing this and overcoming it and pushing my mental state towards it. Yeah, that lack of fear and like that was something that I was afraid of, and I overcame it in the small microcosm. How can I amplify that into my day to day? And it's it's been prevalent, prevalent, which is dope. Yeah. What what would be something like that you were afraid of maybe before that you went into after doing the ice bath, and you're like, I this, I it was overblown. I'm not afraid of it anymore. Uh, it's more so just like the day to day of how I am, my belief in my own self during the day, working um, in digital marketing and seeing all this fugazi fugazi uh, things that are you're just you don't know what exactly you're doing on a day-to-day basis because there's not a blueprint behind it it's right. it's all it's all so fresh. theoretical fresh yeah. and you're like am i actually making an impact is this actually a long-term type of uh thing that i want to be doing and uh ch- challenging myself on this on a daily basis or a weekly basis has helped put at ease the my comfortability or my belief in that and uh, I think it's shown in back pocket as well, like challenging myself. Yesterday, we went to this auto show and we were able to spread the back pocket word at an auto show <laughs> where Declan and I are not car guys. We don't necessarily fit into the car world. Okay. Uh, but we were welcomed in to ha- record a podcast with people walking around in the, the, the convention center and asked. And our theme was asking for advice because we're two ordinary average guys. And... We just were ourselves for two and a half hours, and we ended up gravitating people towards our booth yeah. that were similar, similarly and like-minded towards us in an environment that not a lot of those people are similar to Declan and I just because it's, it's... It's truck country. It's truck country, <laughs> right, and we're not truckers. We don't, we don't, we don't, they didn't make any sense to us. Made, I mean, I owned a truck at one point in my yeah. life, but for the most part, like we were just confused what the difference between... like. A truck with like a bed and a truck that's not like a Toyota or a Ford Expedition or something like yeah. that. I don't know. But the other thing too is like we were so we kind of felt like we we're used car salesmen. Like we were <laughs> just like trying to grab anybody that walked through that door. I was like, hey, we're recording a podcast over here if you want to join. Most people just like look at you and keep walking or whatever. You just get a lot of like rejection. So you're always trying to like actively figure out like what's the best way to get their attention. What's the best way to can to kind of get them in your door. Yeah. Um. It was it was very fascinating, man. It was it was a humbling experience, honestly, for at some points and times. Um, but it's keep going. Yeah, ahead. it was it's a humbling experience for sure, and a humbling experience that you probably endured was in your childhood, um, training for these marathons and working mentally to push yourself that way. I'm curious, tapping into that early age, what was it that like helped you kept moving forward as a marathon runner? Because you're out there solo for twenty six plus twenty six point two. 26.2 miles. Yeah. 26.2 miles, yeah. and you're competing. You're not just running casually to say you did something. No, you're running for time. How was that? Like, walk me through kind of your time frame as a young athlete. Well, you know, to me, um, I mean, as a as a teenager, you know, I, and I still remember very well that the first time that I actually got to watch a, a triathlon race on TV, I was like, how come these dudes are doing these three sports all together? And... and like it, it just seemed impossible in my mind, um, but I, I think uh, the, the the very first task on my hand was in, on my head was like I want to do this thing. It is so cool. I want to try to do a triathlon, and I 
I didn't, I knew how to run, uh, but I, I didn't know how to ride a bike in a competitive manner and how to be a swimmer trying to race in the water type of a thing, you know? So I had to just learn on the go because I, I was very curious to do something new that, that seemed like a challenge. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, after I started doing triathlons, I, I remember like th my very big first challenge was I, I wanted to do an Ironman. I wanted to do an Ironman triathlon and, and I was 19 uh, when the bug kind of bite me. And I was like, you know what? I, I want to do an Ironman triathlon and I, I think I can do it. And when, when I kind of shared this with other people that knew me, uh, they were like, dude, you're way too young. Like you're too young to do an Ironman. And this is back in 2000, you know, and the triathlons are, have grown a lot now. And people, there's a lot of people doing Ironmans. But back in the day, 20 years ago, it was like, you, you, you had to be a very crazy type of an individual. And, mm. and Ironman distance was for somebody that had been doing triathlons for a long time. Ideally, if you're in your 30s type of a person, you know. Um, so that was like my very first big challenge, you know. I'm like, all these people don't believe in me. I want to show them that I can do this thing because I believe that I can do it. So it was like me trying to prove it to myself that even though sometimes in life people are going to come to you and they're going to be telling you, don't do that thing or that you shouldn't be wasting your time trying to do something. If, if you start doing something by believing in yourself, that's way more, way more than half of the battle already. You know, it's like, um, but I think, yeah, like I just look back to so many occasions in my life, you know, where the entire world is trying to defeat you. Even people that might be in your circle are trying to defeat you. You, you always have the capacity to tap into your own brain and shut that white noise down and do whatever it is that you believe in yourself that you you are capable of doing um and and it's it's a powerful thing it's a powerful thing but don't get me wrong i mean there's been many ups and downs in my life uh and and i think any time that i've been in the bottom of the pit you know that's that's where if you can put yourself back together and believe in yourself again and keep pushing up again it's it's incredible what you what, what you're capable of doing but uh, it always boils down to self-believe you, you gotta believe in you you know to to go get in the water like we do it's like do you believe that you can get in that cold water and be okay it's like and i think that's that's what we're also teaching people now that come to embrace north these days for the first time because you see the fear sometimes in people when we're getting in the water their eyes are wide open and they're kind of watching how we do it the, the ones that have been doing it you know um and i think the the number one thing that we try to show people is how to breathe just just calm down make amends with it breathe because your body wants to <laughs> start doing that you know it's like no 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 calm down calm down and it's, i think that, that that applies to so many things in life these days when you're trying to rush in life or or feeling very out of your comfort zone okay how that still moment of okay put yourself back together believe in you and keep moving forward and you can apply that to every aspect of life i i, I believe right i totally agree i think it's it's so interesting too because when you get in like we've we've done this now for six weeks mm -hmm. and i mean it has been crazy right the first time we showed up which was your second time uh kind of putting the thing together you know having probably eight to ten people there for the first time most of it was like you know our friends a couple people we all knew 
and then now for it to be, you know, 30, 40 people, all, a lot of them being fresh faces every week, it's just cool to see it grow. But even, even knowing what we've done, right, the going in and getting cold and knowing what that feeling is, every single week I still have, like, that bug in my head that's like, it's cold, man. Like, do I really want to jump in the lake this week? Do I really, like... I always, I, there's still a question in there. There's, and I still get nervous before I jump in every time because it's just that it's, it's that, um, difficult. It's, it's, there's a challenge in there regardless every single time. That's why I think it's just so refreshing. It's amazing, man. Mm -hmm. So amazing. So cool. God, that's amazing. I love (laughs) what you're saying though. Like it just, it, it's, it's beautiful, man. I think it's, truly incredible the the belief that you have in yourself is infectious right and you're also uh, a fitness owner and you have now you have four kids and you are you're you work very hard and you are passionate about what you do and your whole intention is helping the person across from you make sure that they feel healthier and stronger so that they can operate at at the level that you want to operate you're you're you the intention of the fitness world in reality is to give back yeah i'm curious um how was it opening a, your own gym and what's it been like building the brand around uh, Trace Sports because the fitness world is saturated to an extent. It's hard to stand out and there's a lot of people telling you to do certain things. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I'm this year is going to be three years since since I opened Tres. And, uh, You're I, Tres. I'm, I'm in Tres. Tres, 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 tres años. Tres años. Um but yeah it's been it's been kind of like a, a up the hill battle you know i feel like the 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 fitness industry if if you're if you're going to open a gym or you're going to become a personal trainer it's it's an uphill battle you need to differ, you need to be able to make a difference on how you touch people uh people's lives um and what identifies you as as a unique individual i kind of uh, my idea of of the fitness world these days i think i was telling you andrew about this the other day i was like it's almost like driving you know when you drive to wisconsin and there's fields and there's cows and you see these massive fields with a bunch of cows there mm-hmm. that's kind of like the fitness world these days there's so many gyms there's so many cows out there you you need to have the capacity to become the pink cow you have to be able, like, if you're driving, imagine yourself driving in Wisconsin in a field of cows. You will stop your car if there was a pink cow right there, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, oh, there's Whoa, a pink cow. I want to take a picture, do a, do a selfie with the pink cow, you know? So I, I feel like in a way that's, I have, I've been learning about what can I do to make myself so different than all of the trends that are out there uh, in the fitness world. And, and I feel like as a trainer, I did a, a big expansion of, trying to grow into so many different avenues. Uh, but I feel like God is slowly just bringing me back to the core of what is it to what's a human. And I go back to our talk about the animals again, you know, what's a human, you know, what are the human movements? What is human strength? Uh, how can you tap into that essence of that? Because everything out there is very sexy and is very complex. It's very competitive. And I feel like most people have the idea of fitness is like it needs to be a competition. You need to get so fit for a certain thing. And before you're not, you start chasing carrots. 
and that's your idea of fitness and you need to set a new record and you need to set there has to be always just growth happening but as a trainer these days at age 40 you know i'm i've I've been around the block i've been chasing carrots all of my life i've been burnt i've been overtrained i've been injured many times and the luis of today is like okay, what's your idea, man? How can you take care of your body to sustain it for longevity? Um, And I'm kind of tapping into that these days with my brand, with fitness. It's like, I'm not chasing carrots anymore. Uh, The way that I feel today, and actually I've been taking care of my body a little more lately. I, I have learned how to dial training, do cold showers. I practice intermittent fasting. I'm, uh, all I'm doing is I'm trying to do less of what most people are trying to do these days and try to have more quality when I'm doing those things. Mm. Um, How awesome is intermittent fasting? Oh, it's, it's game changer. Game changer. Yeah. Yeah. Completely game changer. I'm, I've been doing it for a long time now and it's, it's the oil to the machine. I will say, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I do intermittent fasting as well for the people that don't know it is, um, basically you're only eating for an eight hour period every, every day and the rest of the time, uh, you're fasting. So a typical schedule would look like you would start eating at noon and then you could eat anything until about 8 PM. And then after 8 PM, you don't eat anything again till noon. Yeah. So I, that's what I typically do. I'll, I won't eat breakfast or anything, but your body then relies on, uh, fats. And then I think ketones as well um, yeah. for energy. I think it's super cool. But one thing that you told us last week, uh, when we were meeting, Nini Dinah was like, my goal for fitness is if you needed to survive out in the wild tomorrow, <laughs> could you do it? Yeah. And that's honestly, guys, that's that's my driver as a, as an individual. I, I want to know that if the end of the world was to break loose right now and think I don't have access to food, I don't have access to drive my car uh, and and basically things were to turn ugly for all of us could, could you survive out there that's a very powerful way of thinking right like mm-hmm. okay can i rely on my own body and and it if you do just boil it down like what's a strength training for a human it's almost like the same way of a strength training that you will see on a farmer uh, like mm-hmm. uh, like they they keep it so simple and they only do this those same type of things uh but then having endurance having speed, uh, having enough grip in your hands to be able to climb up a tree or carry an, a heavy object, you know. But mm-hmm. most likely, if the end of the world was today, you know, like you're not going to go lift up a car from the ground. Like, honestly. <laughs> yeah, you, you're not you, going to you, go deadlift a car. <laughs> yeah, you're like, awesome that you can do that, you know. But, uh, I mean, whenever I've been chasing myself or, or chasing carrots and trying to do things that are extremely hardcore outside of the realm of what a human is meant to do i'm playing with fire and there's been many times where i've been injured and or yeah it's awesome that you achieve a certain goal but then what's next so i I have discovered that balance of okay i want to keep my my fitness like on the same level for as long as i can Uh, and I'm not competing anymore with within myself or with other individuals. And I, I have awesome friends that are competing in multiple different types of, st- of sports. And I, 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 it's awesome. Good for them, you know. 
for me today, I'm I'm kind of in a different page. I'm trying to take care of my body, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, I don't even remember this guy that I heard talking the other day, but it, it happened maybe three or four years ago. But he was talking. It's a it's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu trainer, very old type of individual that has that that is developing awesome athletes today. But he was talking about something about training in the flow, and he was describing it as okay. Train at 70% of your effort, but do it consistently. So when you're, if I was to tell you guys, okay, yes, we're going to go work out right now. But I tell you right away, we're going to train at 70%. Like the pressure gets a little off your shoulders. You don't go into a workout thing. Oh, it's going to be a suffer fest. And with that pressure off, it kind of allows you to have a little more fresh set of eyes to try to train with quality. So like, Mm. let's put quality don't be competing with other people. Focus on you trying to learn how to do things with the best possible quality. Learn your body. So training that flow, when you're training that 70%, you're you're not going to be so sore the next day that you're going to need to recover for a long period of time. You're Most likely, you're not going to injure yourself because you're very well capable of training at that level. Uh, and and I go back to building consistency. You're, you're going to be able to do that same type of training every day if you want you know mm-hmm. and and you're uh, it's gonna take longer to grow as a human or as an individual but growth is gonna happen with consistency and that's kind of what i've been doing for the last few years ever since i opened Tresports, sports I, I kind of forced myself to dial it down big time so now i'm training way less than i used to but i'm doing it more consistently i i don't do there's days that I don't do a very long workout, you know, like yesterday, a perfect example. Yesterday, you know, th- this last week, my, my, my babies were born. I, I, I hadn't time to really exercise and I, it's been like a roller coaster of not sleeping, going to the gym, seeing my clients and rushing to be with my wife and, and trying to spend quality time with her and being with the babies. But I haven't been able to work out, you know, but at least I was able to maintain my intermittent fasting. I was able to do some cold showers and every once in a while I would just uh, walk a little longer, walk up and down the stairs instead of taking the elevator. So just trying to stay active. But yesterday I was like, okay, I, I got to go do a workout right now. And and uh, 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 my workout was 10 minutes long. I did 20 kettlebell swings every minute on the minute for 10 minutes. And I, I, I went with a very high uh, approach to put quality on those. So I was trying to put the best bang for my buck for each swing that I did. That in 10 minutes, it felt awesome. And I knew I put a lot of quality in my body. And it only took me 10 minutes, you know? Yes. So that's kind of like I'm trying to break away from what the world is telling us to do yeah. as, 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 as in, in the fitness industry. So You're being I'm, a pink cow. You're being a pink cow, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you're doing it with 70%, which is absolutely wonderful that you bring up that number because what is a 70% in school? It's usually like a C, and that's about average. Yeah. And what is what is the back pocket? We're the wildly average guys. <laughs> and But really what it does is it, it shows the value of being ordinary yeah. in that workout because you can bring more value to other things. Yeah. You don't need to be extraordinary and throw at me 110%. That's not doing me any better. That's not mm-hmm. doing me any good long term. Yeah. And you might win in the now, 
but 10 years from now, that's going to hurt your shoulder or a knee or even just your mental stability. Totally. And I'd like to ask you, since we're two wildly average guys that are loaded with average qualities, I'd like to ask you, Luis, what is your average quality? <laughs> oh, I have so many, man. Um, you know, I, I think if anything, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a broken vessel, you know, I'm a broken vessel. I'm, th- I'm trying <laughs> You're a I, broken I, vessel. Are you serious? <laughs> I, I'm just, I, I'm a guy learning a lot of things in the world these days by trying to expose myself to that. that I love that look, man. Yeah, That's, what's that? <laughs> I don't know. I put him on ever since Andrew just absolutely crushed that average quality transition. I was like, you know what? It's time. It's time to freaking parte, dude. We got the back end part of the show. Yeah. yeah. We start off hot. Yeah. That might've been the best one of all time. The best transition. Was I decent? Yeah. Okay. Thank oh, you. so good. Let's, let's not derail it. Sorry, Luis. Yeah. Sorry, uh, average, average Luis here. You know, I, I mean, there's so many things I love. I love candy. Yes. yes. Uh, What's love, your favorite candy? Uh, runts. Runts? Are you kidding? Wow. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of Runts and, and sweet tarts. Okay. okay. Yeah. So you like the hard sugar, yeah, like the, yeah. hard sugar candy. I, I like cracking them open, you know, like, mm-hmm. and <laughs> like, it's, there's something about that. Um, What's your favorite runt flavor? Uh, orange. Oh. Orange and, and, and the banana one, too. Banana ones are the best. Yeah. 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 yeah those cool. two. Um, yeah. I love, I love, um, Ice cream. I love Rice Krispie treats. Mm. I love pizza. And I literally, there's at least one day a week that I, that's when I break my fast, I eat a whole large pizza by myself, you know? Um, <laughs> nothing better. Nothing better. Uh, even though pepperoni? I. Pepperoni? Uh, yeah. I love pepperoni, okay. but I also love pineapple. And Andrew, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, dude, what's, what's wrong with you, man? <laughs> Like Yo. why all of a sudden there's this hate about uh, pi- pineapple <laughs> in pizza? Like uh, uh, I, I, I almost defended you because of your <laughs> no post. No way! Yeah, like do it. Okay, we created so, a serious divide doing that. I'd like to just to clarify who I was targeting with that sign. Yeah. Okay. And this could be you, and I might offend you, you as well. You, 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 Set, you, you, on the record. Straight. I'm setting the record straight. I'm not. Uh, I I like pineapples on my pizza, but I'm not a fan of the guy that recommends pineapples on their pizza when it's a group order and it's the first thing that comes out of someone so someone uh, goes pineapple pizza and i'm like let's take care of the basics first let's get two pepperoni and the supreme um then and, we'll deal with your hawaiian and then we'll deal know? with the wine the the pineapples don't yeah. belong on pizza are the guys that are saying pineapples are like the, the pinnacle the of pinnacle pizza. of pizza yeah. they're the you? pepperoni yes type. yeah no i'm i'm with you okay. i'm with you uh, yeah. so uh, I, I understand the point there. Right. I yeah. mean that that is so unclarified in the in the billboard. Like no one would know that. But that was my intention of the the joke. <laughs> right. That was our whole point. Yeah. Was like so. So Andrew, would you eat pineapple on a pizza? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Hundred percent. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. eating pineapple pizza this past week, and I put on our story. I'm like, look, we don't. We don't necessarily care a lot about the specific situation, even though we did walk around the most popular street in Minneapolis with the sign. It was more so like, again, going after Taking the people, yeah. the people who like get very excited about like, oh, try this new buffalo chicken sandwich <laughs> or a pizza. Try this taco pizza. Like, there people can put everything on a pizza now. Yeah. That's kind of devaluing what a pizza actually is pizza is like the, the pepperoni the, the, the sauce, sauce. I, I go, so I, you can apply the the concept of the pizza with 
humans again. Boom. Getting your squat back. Get like, your squat back. The, the fitness industry is doing all these massive menu of ingredients. Freaking A. Like, A, pizza, cheese, pepperoni, dude. Like, that's that's the foundation. That's the essence of a pizza, right? Like, 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, Just like getting your squat back in fitness. Getting your squat back. I love when you yeah. say that with uh, the little Rolu bars. I do at <laughs> least. We, when people come over, you know, on Fridays that, you know, Looking to we host annual Friday get-togethers with, yeah. with our friends. With our friends. And, and the Rolu bars are now making appearance at every... Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't know all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have all kinds of people doing overhead squats, and we're just making sure like that they got their squat dialed in, because heaven forbid, if we don't, it doesn't look good. We're trying to help people out. So yeah. we're, all, we're helping everybody get their foundation back uh, with their squat. It's, it's, it's a powerful thing. Yeah. When did you come up with that Rolu bar idea? Which, by the way, this roller bar is like an overhead squat bar that Luis created and has now gifted us, and it's a beautiful, beautiful yeah. product. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I go back to how I've been approaching fitness lately, back to the basics. Mm-hmm. So let me talk about how I started looking at babies, uh, looking at, at, at toddlers that are taking their first steps in the world. All of a sudden, I realized, like, look at that one-year-old, Look at that beautiful squat that they have. So that's when I it, it just click in me. I'm like, okay, that's the beginning of movement for a human. They go from crawling in the floor, understanding how to get in that beautiful squat position, finding their balance, feeling the ground with barefoot with with their bare feet, and then discovering the rest of the movement that they're gonna be exploring as humans. You know, so. Uh, I, I I literally got obsessed with this squat like a couple of years ago. Like seeing that that it, to me is the foundation of the human movement. But w- most people today have the idea of the squat is, is an exercise. It's, it's something that you just do at, at the class when you're doing physical exercise or you go to the gym. It's like that's the approach for most people is it's a human movement. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm in a mission to bring the squat back to people. In and showing them how powerful it is. So the the roller bar, it's a it's a bar that has a multiple uh, multiple holes for your thumbs to be locked on or latched on, uh, and you just throw it over your head, uh, like similar to an overhead squat, but with a bar that doesn't weigh that much, mm-hmm. uh, and you have this measuring mechanism. And what it starts to do is through your squat, you start opening your upper body, you start opening your shoulders your back, you start developing uh, more mobility in areas of your body that might be not too mobile because you haven't been spending too much time in your squat. And there's such a connection with the, with the, with having a beautiful squat and how much that affects everything else that you do with the rest of your body. So yeah, the roller bar uh, kind of came to be about a couple of months ago. I just, that's awesome. And I, I had developed, uh, this is like my fifth or sixth uh, fitness invention that I have developed, but I, I love that's that's one side of me that I'm very passionate about. I, I have these crazy ideas that come to me by playing at the gym, with working with people, you know, and and I think I've been very good about be, getting proactive every time that I have an idea. Yeah, that's and, killing me. And the idea of the roller bar just kind of came to me, and I had to run to Home Depot or Menards, and I bought a bunch of material. I started just messing with 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 materials and with a with a bar and and it evolved to to what we use now for for the embrace north workout and and you guys using it on your own 
as hunters and gathers running across the ice like yeah holding up high and proud and proudful yeah i mean it's, mm-hmm. it's it's crazy to think like just with a with a bar with a plain bar you can do so many things right and you can learn your body yeah it's, it's, it's awesome mm-hmm. and just like you know we have to dial in our squat as humans um we you know as a back pocket we believe that there are certain things that are in your back pocket that ground you that make you who you are um, so with that being said, I want to ask you, Luis, what is in your back pocket? So when stressor, or when pressure becomes stress and anxiety is rising, you're in a tough situation, maybe in an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. What's a mental quality or thing that you rely on that helps you conquer those things? Well, you know, I, I think the, my strength when it comes to that type of a situation is, is relying on God, you know, like, uh, yeah. I, it's, it's my faith. It's just, and, and I, I, I I have learned the hard way to to rely on that. I I used to not do that as an individual, but I think my life has humbled me enough to now rely on God for every single thing that I do in my life. So basically, my daily practice every day is I get on my knees in the morning. Usually, after I take a cold shower, <laughs> I get on my knees and I put every single item that might be laying on top of my shoulders. I put it in God's hands and I ask him to take the load out of me and to allow me to be present, to understand that this is the day that I have today and go do the best version of yourself into the world. And it's a powerful thing. So in my back pocket uh, is is Jesus Christ, man, Jesus and God. I just put everything in his hands. I, I would not be here today if it wasn't for him, you know, and uh it's it's it takes all the heavy lifting out of me you know so i i try to i try to walk very light in the world not knowing how is tomorrow going to unfold for me i i have no idea man all i know is i'm i'm right here talking with you guys right now all right that's mm-hmm. beautiful man i love that yeah that that faith that belief i think everybody has something like that right like everybody has faith that's why like religion is so great because you can believe when you have that capacity to believe in something that's external from you yeah look at what it can do for you internally um i love that that's yep. phenomenal it's so cool yeah people are able to find it in many ways fitness and and like th- th- that's a common answer for us with the um the back pocket question is when pressure is becoming stress and when anxiety is rising they're looking somewhere um that's higher up that's something yeah. that's more grand that's something that's about that's a more value of the, to them that they look up to that and they find something to to ultimately bring themselves back down which is yeah. a really cool aspect that and trend that we've been able to learn uh through doing the back pocket podcast yeah absolutely it's kind of like a practice of like this inner dialogue almost like mm-hmm. a, yeah this constant like talking back and forth with, your, with yourself honestly totally totally and we're constantly practicing asking questions always and we're always Every learning time. from our from one of our best question askers of the, of the yeah hired on full-time hired on full-time ty would you have any questions for us yeah i mean this isn't so much a question but these guys have been trying to pitch me on embrace north for a while trying to get me to come out (laughs) i'm scared to be honest and i'm sure a lot of people that are listening might be a little skeptical about jumping into a frozen lake so if you were to give your best like 30 second to a minute elevator pitch on why somebody like me should come out and spend a sunday afternoon jumping into a cold lake what would be your best pitch i I would say come experience embrace north come with a very open mind knowing that you're going to be a better version of yourself when you're done with that. Yes, it's going to push you out of your comfort zone. It's going to get you out of your 
own head and that fear, it's a good thing. We all experience that. But just going with a very open mind and doing it is going to change your life, man. It's amazing. You better come next weekend. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was a, that was literally thirty seconds. Yeah, perfect, perfect <laughs> Well done, Luis. Put me right in the hot seat too. <laughs> yeah, well, Ty, what yeah. do you think? Ooh, I might have to. I'll look at my calendar. I'll let you know. I, Ty, I, I, I promise your Monday the next day is gonna be way better than any other Monday you have experienced in your life before. <laughs> it's a guarantee. It literally Louis changes guarantee. the way I look at a Sunday. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? Yeah, it's crazy. It's just when you're able to have like that sort of a win on a day when you can look forward to it every time. You know, I was I was talking with somebody about the Sunday thing the other day, and I feel like most people their Sunday in the afternoon or early afternoon is like it's like a it's like a you don't even know what you might be doing, but most likely it's nothing related with exercise or trying to get out of your comfort zone. But now it's like you guys know it. It's it's like you are addicted to it. You want to do it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that was a great sales pitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was so good. I was gonna make sure I remember that one for when mm -hmm. we'll trot that one up, and that's going on everywhere on Embrace. I, I mean, yeah. if if anything, guys, I'm 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 a guy from Guatemala doing talking about getting in the cold lake in Minnesota. Like mm -hmm. that that should be plenty right there. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, man. It's freaking awesome. Well, we have two final questions for you, Luis. The first one is what's built the back pocket, and this is how we continue on to grow our brand and step into new boundaries that we didn't think were possible. Uh, it's a challenge question. Mm -hmm. We like to ask you, who do you challenge us to have on the show? It could be your neighbor. It could be your best friend. It could be someone you don't even think we have the possibility of getting on, but we'd love for you to challenge us to have another person on our show to share this experience because this has been an awesome conversation, Luis. <laughs> so who I will recommend you guys bring yeah. over to the podcast? Yes. yes. Oof, that's a very good question, man. Um, can he be a celebrity? Any kind of person? Or, yeah, he yeah? could be any kind of person, correct. You know, I seriously, I, I I would love for you guys to to bring the pastor of my church. <laughs> I go to Woodell Church, mm -hmm. so um, Pastor Dale. You know, um, I think that will be that will be an amazing experience for you guys. I I had the chance to work with him uh, last last summer. My church this 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 little series of uh, training and uh, somebody from the congregation. Uh, to to just experience being fit or or working with a trainer, so I, I got to be one of the trainers. I got to work with uh, new individuals in the fitness world, and it was a very awesome experience. But before that, I got to work with him. I, I did a little bit of training with him, and he really has taught me so much about what I talked about earlier, like relying on God, on on putting everything about my day in God's hands for whatever it is that I'm gonna be doing. Plus, his He's a very interesting character, you know. I think you you guys will definitely get a lot out of him uh, from just the human perspective. Uh, so yeah, I think that that will be a good one for you guys. Awesome right. challenge accepted, Pastor yeah. Dale. Sounds like that's going to be our guy. Yes, sir. Um, before we get to our final question, I have one other question, just to, to maybe give a teaser to um, the people of Embrace North that have maybe come and are now realizing, uh, hey. It's 61 degrees outside. Uh, the lake hole is might be disappearing. 
Where are we going to work out? What's going to be happening? And I know you've mentioned before that Embrace North will continue to be an every Sunday type thing. Yeah. Um, where do you kind of see this going when it does really get warm in the in the summer? Yeah. What do you? Th- uh, what's, what, what are some ideas that we can throw out there? Well, there's there's gonna be uh, there's there's some exciting things happening, guys. Um, uh, we're 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 in serious talks right now with Lululemon, uh, the Mall of America. Uh, Liz Kruger, she's been kind of involved with uh, watching what Embrace North is doing. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I had a I had a few very uh, interesting conversations with her. Uh, actually, I met with her this last week to talk about the future for Embrace North. W- what could we do once the temperature starts to get too high and we don't have the access to the cold anymore? Uh, so we're gonna be bringing the experience to the Mall of America. They're gonna let us use their facility. Uh, potentially, we'll, we'll put some cold tubs there, and we'll be able to do the cold therapy stuff. And maybe at the beginning, we might not have that right away. But there's there's plenty of showers with cold water there. Uh, so we're gonna do stuff with Lululemon. Uh, there's another company in Duluth. It's called Cedar and Stone Sauna, uh, and they're they're in Duluth, uh, and they want uh, they want to bring the experience of Embrace North to their location. Indeed. They're literally at, like in front of the lake, in in front of Lake Superior, with a very beautiful sauna. So at the end of the month, we're gonna do the first Embrace North with them. We're gonna do one every month for three months. Uh, so look up for for the event that we're gonna be creating for that one. Sweet. Uh, I've been talking with uh, my good friend, um, uh, w- w- my friends from the Center of Movement with Dr. Matt. Um, Great dudes. Uh, we're potentially gonna put like a like a get together workout during the week. Uh, so it will be on a weekday in the afternoon uh, to do like a little workout outside that is gonna be like embrace north workout community workout uh, once a week so there's all of those components you know um, and even with you guys i know you guys are very interested in developing some series of of events too so i think we're just gonna keep exploring these ideas and how because at the end of the day what's embrace north it's a community of crazy individuals that love life and we love and support each other and like i say we're not doing anything that is competitive in regards of oh we're, we're just this cool clan of individuals we're like no we're, we want everyone to become part of this amazing community uh everyone's welcome uh and you guys have that ab- about yourselves about this brand of uh, the back pocket podcast you know it's like so i think there's there's a lot of stuff happening uh like like i said earlier i think um i mean embrace north is becoming a little monster and uh, but I, I need other people in the community to help me keep growing it. Uh, and the people that are involved with us right now, uh, Jason, uh, you guys, my friends that we did the first Embrace North, uh, Dan, uh, Carl, it was like just a few of us that got together, you know. Uh, we all kind of bring different things to the table when it comes to this. Uh, so I want to keep exploring what else are we going to do. But I'm telling you, we're going to keep this thing going because we're only we're only getting started right now. Exactly. Taking it to the moon. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, and the back pocket and Embrace North have so many things that coexist. Oh, it's, I'm, I'm excited to see how we evolve it and the things that you're already implementing with the Lululemon, with the Duluth trip. I mean, the challenges are continuing continuing to be brought forth. Will people accept them? I think so. I think so. Mm-hmm. We'll be accept- accepting them. So just, you know, join us. Yes. Join us. Yeah. And this brings us to our final question, Luis. 
what did you learn today from the moment that you woke up to when we're having this conversation? Uh, what did I learn today? I learned that I was not going to be able to make it to embrace North. <laughs> that was a little hard. Uh, no, I was really excited to, to potentially be there with you guys, uh, uh, for, for the experience. Um, but you know, I, I learned today to, even when you have a plan, just to relax to it. I was, there was a moment this morning where I was like getting a little frustrated being at the hospital with like. I have this plan and I need to do it. But, you know, uh, this side of me kind of kicked in. I'm, I'm very thankful that it did. Uh, and I think it was God telling me, calm down. Nothing is going to happen if you don't show up to embrace North. And you guys kind of told me that everything went so smooth and everything went so amazing. And, and in a way, I, I was able to just... Just relax. Sometimes I feel like we're all planning for things and we're hoping that everything is just going to go according to plan. Keep yourself flexible and learn to chill. Learn to relax even when, when things might not be going as you plan. There was a reason for me to just stay there with my wife. you know. And I, if anything, my wife is my best friend. She's the biggest supporter that I have and she's the mother of my brand new babies right now. you know. And these moments that I get to have with her right now are way more important than anything else that I might be having in my agenda. So even though you might not see it like that sometimes, and, and there might be a little derail, derail on your, on your path for the day. It's like, just, just take it with, with, a, with, with ease and, and relax. And I'm just grateful that, that that's kind of what I got to learn today. Just, okay, God, you have a different plan for, for me. And, here I am. Uh, I, I'm very grateful that I was able to make it uh, to see you guys today. It's, it's always good when I get to see both of you, you know, and have a little bit of time with both of you. Amen to that. And one more time, congratulations on being a father. Thank you. Uh, of two more children. Incredible. Embrace North. Go follow them. Hit them up. I mean, we're excited to continue to collaborate. Yeah, we're not stopping. We're just going to keep it moving forward. Um, I'm so excited, Luis, man. Thanks for coming on. Oh, thank you, guys. Love you both. That's a wrap.